Warning. What you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. I think yeah, I think it's gonna know. be a disaster. You want to talk about a piece of shit? Welcome to today's episode. <laughs> oh, uh, we're toast. This is gonna be it. This is gonna be where we're gonna see like, wow, this is the moment where everyone just stopped listening, and just gave up on this show. Here, let me let me take the reins on this because I just okay. have to apologize and make it. Are big, you record? Are you recording already? I'm a big thing about this. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. Well, speaking of calling it a day, you're talking about this podcast. Yeah, we're back for what might be the final episode of the Trash I, Podcast. I sincerely hope this is the final episode, yeah, or at gonna, least the final Billy Blanks episode. It will could could very well be our swan song, and uh, we'll be going out with a bang. That's for sure. In fact, I just want to take this time. Welcome to the Trash Heap Podcast. I'm Keith. That's Elliot. We're out to prove once and for all there are no garbage movies, only garbage opinions, except this time <laughs> that old adage is been proven false. And not only are the opinions garbage, but the movie is garbage as well. And so I just want to take a second to formally extend an apology to everyone listening, uh, to you, to my family, my friends, and to my say- past self, or my future self, I guess, for suggesting this movie because I fucking blew it. When you say you, you are referring to me, right? This is the latest yet in my most public of embarrassments. I got to say, Keith, I'm... Pr- yeah, you're you and I'm me. Okay, just making sure. I didn't know if it was like the royal you or you something did. like that. I am angry... I'm hurt both emotionally and physically from watching this movie. I think this has really disrupted my life, my spirit. Does That's a great place to start. Do we even know the name of the movie? Because I don't. I Jeez, seem to be I, confused about what which fucking movie this is. So, do you want do you want to explain this or shall I? I think you should explain it from a from a bird's eye view from a innocent bystanders perspective so in case you in case you missed the last episode which i don't blame you if you did um or you just stopped listening four seconds into it whatever keith has been making me watch billy blanks movies now billy blanks you might know as the creator of taibo uh everyone loves him full of energy enthusiasm spirit except when he is acting and last week, or whatever time we watched, we did a show, we watched uh, the movie Showdown, which I thought was all right. It was okay. I enjoyed it on some level. And then Keith was like, okay, we got to watch a better Billy Blanks movie. And just by randomly drawing into a hat, he picks a movie called Tough and Deadly. I'm like, okay, well, I couldn't remember what the name of the movie was. And I was like, oh, what's that movie we're supposed to watch, Keith, so I can watch it this week? And it. So he sends me a link, two links, via the text message to, to the movie on YouTube. One movie called Tough and Deadly, and the other one called, like, uh, Back in Action. And, I was, and they both have Billy Blanks and Rowdy Roddy Piper in them. And I was like, oh, is this just 
The same movie released under different names? Yeah, in my defense, that's exactly what I thought it was. Right, it which looked, is not a crazy thing. That happens. No, know? it happens all the time, and especially with movies like this, they might get released. Like super low-budget direct-to-video type movies. Yeah, they might get released twice under different names with sort of different presentation and marketing, or they might get released overseas in you know in Europe or England as something else. And so... At first glance, I was like, hey, it's Billy Blanks, it's Roddy Piper. There's no way they did that twice. And then upon further investigation, I saw that, well, these movies were from different years. And it turns out they also had a slightly different premise. And Roddy Piper's facial hair was slightly different. These are two different Uh, movies. Yeah. And, um, you know, you ended up watching both movies. I did you're not. You're a glutton for I punishment. Should, good Lord. You, when you said they possibly couldn't have d- made two movies with Rowdy, Roddy Piper, and Billy Blanks, they did. That, which you, which you should have rephrased it as they shouldn't have done that. Uh, this movie was so bad. Wait, which movie? The, the actual Tough and Deadly. Did you watch Back in Action? <laughs> did you? <laughs> I watched Back in Action. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. 1994 is Back in Action. This is a th- great. Fantastic. So now we have no idea what we're talking about. It's a double header. Two movies for the price of one. That price so, being God, which free. one was fucking which one was fucking worse because we're both standing here saying talking about how we watched this monstrosity of a film. I guess we should talk about the general plots of these movies. Yeah. Okay. You you go first. I don't want to. I don't want to talk anymore. Oh man, I could not possibly surmise this film in any better way than the top review on IMDb did, or not the top uh, review, but the. I'm going to read that as well. But I've also got, I've also got a user storyline assessment here, and I think you're going to like it. The sister of a former U.S. Green Beret is involved in a love affair with a mobster, endangering seriously her life. His brother will make his best efforts to save her from her boyfriend and his friends, fighting with or without external help. But perhaps this tough cop, Rossi, could help him, dot, 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 or stop him, dot, dot, dot. I have literally no idea what the movie's about, even from that description. Basically, this girl is dating a pretty good-looking gangster, and her brother happens to be ex-Green Beret Billy Blanks, who's an absolute maniac, and he runs afoul of hot-headed cop Roddy Piper, and uh, they all get involved in this gang war. Billy Blanks has to rescue his sister. Roddy Piper's got to rescue the attractive news reporter that he's been hooking up with. And uh, together, they are back in action. I'm not sure why it's called back in action, because they didn't ever stop being started in action and continued to be in action. Maybe because it's called back in action. I bet you it's they were trying to kind of create Billy Blanks and Roddy Piper as a like a, like a established duo. You know, that they would come back for more and more films. Based on some of the some of the reviews that I watched from other people, it seems like they really tapped into something with this as a 
like second or third or fourth tier lethal weapon because right. a lot of people immediately compared it to that. You know why they compared it to that? Because one cop is white and one cop is black. Whoa. That is why they did that. <laughs> it's good old-fashioned racism. <laughs> you see, when Rowdy Piper fights gangsters, he kills them like this. And when Billy Blanks <laughs> kills gangsters, he kills them like this. Is that a, a, a very like distorted Simpsons reference? To but, the, uh, to the, uh, some of the uh, reviews for this are really funny. A lot of people like this movie, the movie being back in action. Billy Blanks himself, is he just writing all the reviews? Here's the thing. There is a a section of the movie-going populace who just love action films. Yeah. And they will watch any goddamn piece of shit student film knockoff Z-grade shot with a giant camcorder nonsense that's they will true watch it they will watch anything uh that one guy i always send you links to or talk about rambo raf for life he's a uh, youtuber who does yeah you, the you lowest the, quality videos i've ever seen right it's just him laying on his bed and it's in like that sitting guy? in like a weird antique chair in a poorly lit room uh, Is that holding the, one the dvd where- in front of the camera but well, you said he was like you sent me the I think it was the Highlander two one. Yeah, he's, he's like I just watched an epic quickening. He's reviewed all of these movies, every yeah. single one. Back in action, tough and deadly, showdown. He's he's watched them all. He's reviewed them so, all. So wait he a minute, have you all. have you been getting the recommendations for this show? This I am just copying his from- format. I was like, here's a guy who's been on YouTube for nine years. And knows exactly what he's doing. He's a man whose success I envy. Uh, I try to dress like him. I try to talk like him. I've modeled my facial hair after him. And so I thought, well, the next logical step is to just start using him for podcast ideas. So okay. I'm just ripping him off. Despite the fact that we couldn't be any more different... Our taste in movies is very similar <laughs> to to almost an upsetting degree. <laughs> it's certainly upsetting me because you keep making me watch all these fucking awful movies. He even has a he even has a lot of like similar opinions on things like inexplicably how well done Toast should be. No, no, it's mostly just movies, but it's still very surprising in a lot of ways. But uh, yeah, so Tough and Deadly uh, sucks. Wait, you watched Back in Action? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. The Tough so, and Deadly sucks, question mark? <laughs> it sucks. Let me, I'll, I'll do the same thing you did. Yeah, I'll let's just compare read, notes. I'll just read the internet IMDb synopsis. Elmo Freach is a private investigator and was contracted by John Portland, a CIA agent who suffers amnesia, in order to reveal a dubious case of drug smuggling in which are involved in which are involved big fishes of the CIA and from Washington. Whoever wrote this <laughs> synopsis, one clearly has some sort of writing impairment and doesn't. I don't think this is the whole plot. I, th- I know some things about it are wrong. I will say, in a certain uh, sense, I might be going through what John Portland is going through with amnesia because I have trouble remembering what this movie was about because as I was watching it, it was instantly just evaporating from my mind. It was so uh, excruciating. Um, this is the only time on this podcast where I've skipped ahead in a movie and there was about 20 minutes of the movie left and I skipped like the, the final fight 
And that was it. The only time I've done that. What are these names? Elmo, Elmo Freach? Yeah. And John Portland. So Elmo Freach, I can't really explain where that comes from or why. He also, he's a private investigator and his secretary is also named Mo. So they, they got really creative in the in the naming process there. John Portland, they that's Billy Blanks. Elmo Freach is Rowdy Roddy Piper. John Portland is Billy Blanks. He has amnesia, so he's a John Doe. And then Rowdy Roddy Piper throws a dart at a map. And it hits Portland. And he goes, I'll call you John Portland. And that's where his name comes from. In an attempt at hilarious comedy, Billy Blanks goes, John Portland? And then Billy Bl- and then Rat Piper goes, uh, well, if it had just been an inch over, you would have been John Puget Sound. Yeah, that's then, a good joke. That was in the yeah. trailer. So the first thing. Wait I- a minute. Hold on. You watched the trailer and still didn't realize you were watching a different movie. Oh, yeah. That, that came later. My favorite thing that I'm seeing about this, though, is Roddy Piper stated that by the time he made this, he was no longer having fun acting. He said his <laughs> best times were Hell Comes to Frogtown, your most hated Piper movie of all time, and They Live. After those, he had been through too many acting classes that the fun was gone by this point. Which is funny because his <laughs> acting is significantly worse in this than it is in those uh, two uh, previously mentioned movies. I love it, the top review, too. This is why we need to find the people who review movies and give them a voice because our opinions are stupid and not interesting. These are the opinions yeah. that are good. Like this is a good movie. The, the, the title of this review, this is the top review on Tough and Deadly. Above mm-hmm. average due to good pairing of Piper and Blanks. This is a good movie. Not as good as back in action, but pretty good nonetheless. There is a good amount of action to keep fans happy. The movie also benefits from how well Piper and Blanks work off each other. Richard Norton is underused, though. He should have been the main villain. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. And this is what I'm telling you. There is a segment of people, and these are the people that propped up the VHS rental and DVD rental markets and made them exactly what they are because they will watch any goddamn piece of shit that comes out and has like a a cool cover. And this is it right here. The people that are like, wow, this is great. This is above that. These are not above average. These are well below average movies. Absolutely. If a high school student shot these on a camcorder, I would say, whoa, pretty good. You've got a real future ahead of you. But for an actual working professionals, this is right far below the, the yeah. minimum barrier of entry. Yeah, like like you said, if it was a kid without a budget, you'd be like, not bad, kid, not bad. Like, don't get me wrong, this movie isn't good, but for your first try, you know, keep keep it up. Yeah. Last time, we talked about on Showdown how uh, Billy Blanks is set up, in the right of the, from the get, he's set up as the main character and then just disappears for them from the movie for about 20 minutes. Guess what happens in Tough and Deadly? I bet it's the same thing that happens in Back in Action. Get, d- does he? Oh my God! Does it? Does he? Uh, he is th- almost is tra- never off the screen. Maybe two or three minutes, but he is in almost every single. Frame no, no, of the no, movie. no. I was going to say he 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 shows up at the beginning of the movie, is set up at the main character, and then disappears for twenty minutes. Oh, weird. And I was wondering if this is like his trademark. He's like, I show up at the beginning, then I leave. Makes you think, where is he? I want more. Where, where's Billy? Kinda, Why isn't Billy here? When's <laughs> and, and Billy I, coming? 
It's like, I don't know if this is the right move, Billy. Trust me. This is how I'm going to establish myself as a star. <laughs> by being on screen as little as possible yes, for being the first aloof. half of the movie. It's like a thing where it's like, you don't call a girl back right away. You know, you wait. Yeah, exactly. You get you get her you get her antsy wanting more. Yep, you got to create that demand and the drama. No, yeah, he disappears because he's in a coma or something for a while, and then uh, does he grow a coma beard like Steven Seagal did? In uh, no, he's not in a coma for that long. Is he's that like, hard to kill? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's hard to kill. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they try to kill him and he doesn't die. Right. And they're like, whoa, this guy is hard, he's to, hard kill. to kill. <laughs> um, no, he he's only in like a he's only, I guess he's not even in a coma. I think he's in a he's just knocked out for a couple oh, he's days. He's unconscious. He like they like at the beginning of the movie they shoot him with like a like a tranquilizer. So then he's like it says thirty six hours later, so he's asleep for three days apparently. Oh, it's just or, tranquilizer? That's or not a, day a and coma. A, a day and a half. But then then he wakes up for like a second and then he's uh, in a car accident and like uh, falls ast- falls unconscious and he's in a hospital bed for like at least a few days wow um or a day a t- day or two i don't know so is he so does he play like just a regular guy he seems no like a... no he's a he is a special ops agent he's a ghost because he's officially dead oh he's a rogue agent no he's not rogue He's not rogue. It. Well, so basically he was on assignment in some place and he miraculously survived a shotgun blast to the chest, but the CIA decided like we'll officially make you dead, then you we can send you on missions where you don't exist. So, we can be like we don't know who this guy is. You they operate that they send him on very uh, specific you know, black ops operations. His code name is Quicksilver. And that's how he starts to remember who he is because he's hanging out with Roddy Piper. He's like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what my name is. I don't know anything about me. And then he hears the word quick and he's like quick. And he starts to piece it together. And like, there's like three or four times where someone says the word quick and he's like, quick, 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 quick silver. Then he eventually remembers his name and he remembers that he worked for the CIA and it eventually all comes back to him. Sort of. They don't really do a good job of establishing that. Or a good job of anything else in this movie. That would be a funny sitcom setup. Like a guy is in the middle of doing his job and just gets amnesia. And he's like, yeah. what am I doing here? And That's then he, pretty... just, he just quits to go find out what happened and who he is. But all the information was right there in front of him in the, the entire time. Yeah. It's like, I just should have looked in my wallet. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> well, I wonder what my, my time clock card says. So eventually Basically, he wins his job back. Yes. he uh, By the end, he wins his job back. Rowdy Rowdy Piper gets compensated financially in a large sum that is non-taxable. That is, they make a specific point to mention that. Weird. And that's the end of the movie. Uh, there's some drugs. There's some, there's some covert agents. Uh, Ashley, what's uh, Will's older cousin on The Fresh Prince? <laughs> I think that's her name in Ashley? the show. I don't know the no, name of the actress. I think Ashley is the younger uh, cousin. Oh, maybe. Is it Tiffany? Uh, Tiffany Banks? Maybe. Whatever. The older cousin's uh, fiance who dies while uh, bungee jumping. Do you remember that? He's like one of the main bad guys who's one of the, the CIA agents who's secretly bad. Yeah, that's about it on this movie. Uh, 
they get Roddy Piper and uh, Billy Blanks get in a playful argument about what's better, rap music or rock and roll. Do they get in like a, a fist fight? Like, do they do the whole "we're gonna have a fight and then become friends"? Uh, they do that after they've become friends, and it's playful. And then uh, Rowdy Piper's secretary uh, comes in and goes, "Like, could you guys knock it off?" Oh, or yeah, something? stop horsing around. And they're like, uh, and they'll bloody. Yeah, that happens. Let's see what else happens. Does Roddy Piper use any wrestling moves in some of the fight scenes the that you f- can identify? Um, uh, no, he's more like kind of a. He's more like into guns. He likes guns and running around and like just kind of like pushing people into walls. In fact, his introduction is he's now a, a private investigator slash bounty hunter. So his intro scene is picking up some guys on a bounty, and he goes into... This is how ridiculous this movie is, or just how absurd the writing is. He goes into this room, or he busts into this apartment with all these uh, wanted criminals doing cocaine. And he's like, okay, guys, you know the drill. You're wanted on bounty. I'm going to take you in. And they go, okay, that's fine. They agree to this. But one of them says, just let me finish this line of cocaine. I paid good money for this shit. And rather than just saying, like, okay, that's cool. You're agreeing to come with me. Uh, this is the easiest thing I could do in, in terms of this job. Is You're giving up no argument, no force. You just want to do another line of cocaine. This infuriates uh, Roddy Piper. And he knocks over the table and he says, I said now. And then this turns into a big gunfight slash chase where Roddy Piper throws a guy off the top of a building into an empty pool. Um, into an empty pool? Yeah, yeah, there's like a pool. He's like, on, he's on top of one roof, and then there's another lower roof below it. That's a pool that has that's drained, and he throws him in there, and that guy dies, and it becomes this big chase with like shootouts and guns going off. When all he had to do was let the guy take his line of cocaine. Yeah, that's. Oh, I want uh, before I forget, I want to go back to uh, Showdown because it was a better movie, so we can just talk about that. Um, remember how in Showdown we were talking about how Billy Blanks like lives in the boiler room? Yeah, and we we're talking about how uh, like this is this real? This has never actually happened. It's only happened on The Simpsons. So, someone reached out, a listener, reached out and informed me that their school janitor lived on the school grounds. Was it a public school? I think so. It was. It was a school in Seattle, and lived on grounds and i was like okay but was it in the boiler room and she said yes i believe it was and he was scottish like groundskeeper willie i'm not i'm not joking so thanks yarrow for solving that mystery and clearing that up i guess it is a real thing that's so spooky did they make up stories about him you know i didn't i didn't inquire but i should have i have so many questions now well yarrow if you're listening we need more information we also need we I would like to do an entire episode devoted to janitors living on school grounds. So if there are any janitors or if you have family members who were a, a janitor that lived on school grounds, please please send us a message, please contact us. Uh, I'd love to learn more about this alternative lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, frankly, after this this fucking movie we just watched, I'm fully on board with changing this from a movie podcast to a janitor lifestyle podcast that would definitely be more entertaining and more interesting than tough and deadly yeah without question i think that's the only logical action 
to take. When when we get back in action on the next episode, oh it's going to be a completely Stop. new format with completely new ideas and content. <laughs> I tell you what, there will be definitely be a new idea where we won't be watching one of these fucking Billy Blanks recommendations of yours. No, I really should have stuck with the martial arts theme, unfortunately. I, yeah. I made a bad call and a bad decision. I told you, I, I, yeah, I publicly apologize. I don't know what you know, more you want from me. Sometimes apologies are great, you know, but they don't always um, take away the trauma experienced. If you I know. could go back in time and prevent Billy Blanks from getting into film, I would. Maybe you just shouldn't make such reckless decisions in your life, Keith. I know you kind of fancy yourself as a rebel, uh, a living on the edge type of guy, and that's fine. But it's not okay when you're bringing other people into the mix. You it's know, true. It's really demonstrated the power of how my actions can affect others on this one. Absolutely. I feel sorry for myself. I feel sorry for anyone who maybe saw the thumbnail to this episode and said, like, maybe I'll go watch this movie before I listen to the podcast. You know, like, what about those people? Are you going to put a disclaimer? I think you should put a disclaimer right on the thumbnail that says, warning, this movie will cause you emotional and physical harm. Physical harm. Physical harm. I don't think anyone actually watches the movies, the same movies that we watch. I think they're living vicariously through us, and they're using us as a sort of a human shield against uh, bad movies. And maybe they they go watch the good ones afterwards, but I don't think anyone is like, oh, what's the next movie going to be? I want to watch it beforehand so I can See, this is along. the kind of careless attitude I'm talking exactly about. You know, are you probably right? Yes. But by not taking proper precautions, you are needlessly putting people in jeopardy. Just saying, like, ah, probably no one's going to do this. Like, probably no one's going to stick their hand inside this bag of venomous snakes. Better not label it venomous snakes. And then whammo, some little kid sticks her hand right in there. Elliot's right. I'm putting people on Jeopardy. So if you'd like to be the next contestant on Jeopardy, just send I me an email. I said in Jeopardy. Oh, my. Ugh. I don't know. What else do you have to say for yourself or about these movies? Because well, I'm thinking, I'm, I honestly think I'm mostly tapped out on uh, Tough and Deadly. Yeah, I uh, I spent a good amount of time this morning just watching Billy Blanks knock people out, and then I saw a video of him getting knocked out. He's fighting some guy, and he's really kind of bullying this guy in a kickboxing match. Mm-hmm. And is this is this a real? Is this an actual fight? Yeah. Okay. Yep. This is a real. Uh, competitive sanctioned kickboxing match with two referees and uh, the guy is uh he sort of it seems like he's getting frustrated but he's being pretty patient uh and billy blanks is sort of just being flashy and wild and then this guy sort of does a uh he does a little bit of like a a, a jab but just kind of like a half-assed kind of poke and not really like trying to hit and then just follows it up with a just a wild uh, hook kick right to the face. And he kicks Billy Blank's head into the third row of this auditorium. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He is out on his feet and does one of those, like, the whole body just goes limp and he falls back flat backwards onto mm. the ground. Incredible. I feel like that's what this movie did to me. Uh, so when you're saying he was like being flashy, was he like was he showing a lot of enthusiasm and en- energy? To, you know, in this yeah, fight? he he was bouncing around and like throwing some pretty like flashy looking kicks and like jumping forward with his punches, which is kind of he was like hoping to catch the guy off guard, but that's kind of not the sort of standard methodology. 
and and psychology here and so he just kept doing that overnight trying to you know because it's essentially like you score a point with a clean hit and then you win right and that's it so well it's interesting because as we you know we talked about in showdown about how he in these other arenas uh he seems to seems to have so much energy, but he doesn't bring any of that to his acting. He's somehow even more lethargic in tough and deadly uh, acting wise and energy wise than he is in showdown. He delivers half of his lines just laying down on a couch for no reason. Um, what well, he's depressed from being an amnesiac. Okay, yeah, perhaps. How about in a? Well, uh, you really in- really speaking out of turn on that one. He's like he's trying to stretch his legs acting wise and like oh. do what's right for the role and you're just crapping on him for no reason. You know, in the beginning of the movie, he doesn't have amnesia yet and well maybe he's depressed from being a a ghost agent for the CIA. That sounds like lonely work. They should yeah, have called perhaps. this movie Lonely Work. Watching this movie was lonely work for me. So I was by myself. I felt sad the entire time. Upset, miserable. I questioned existence. Um, what about him back in action? Does he have enthusiasm to, in that, or is it just a little more of the just kind of ho-hum? Here's what's funny. Back in action is poorly made. However, Billy Blanks is bringing the energy. He has nothing going on except to get mad at his sister and be mad at gangsters and want to kill them, and so he spends the entire runtime of the movie growling and snarling and murdering people. Punching men until their faces become uh, a bloody pulp, uh, throwing people from you know third and fourth floor windows, shooting so he- gun, shooting two guns at once. But he is like his eyes are bulging and he's like showing his teeth and he's growling. Wow. He's arguing with his sister uh, and you know reading her the riot act about like you know how to behave and what she's doing with her life. When he talks, there's like different tones, inflections, the, you know, volume goes up and down. It's not just one flat sound the entire time. He does have his flat moments, but yes, he yeah. does He does get pretty expressive and show a lot more range than he normally would. There is a, there's that moment where Roddy Piper has a gun on him and is like, hey man, you can't keep doing this. You're a vigilante. Let me do my job. And he's like, they got my sister, man. They're going to kill her. What would you do? But he's just like, they got my sister, man. What would you do? They're going to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, going to go down one of two ways. Either you're going you're gonna to kill me or you're going to help me. You decide. But the rest of the movie, he's like, he's got a lot more juice. So I don't know. It's very strange. Hmm. But if I can praise one thing about this movie, it actually is the action. The fight scenes, though, uh, you know, poorly shot and directed, They have a good energy. The sound effects are a 10 out of 10. Very satisfying bone crunching and the impacts of fists. And you also get a really good fight scene between Roddy Piper and Billy Blanks. Hmm. And Roddy Piper uses wrestling moves and Billy Blanks uses martial arts. And it's a real clash of styles. And he's like, I hate this karate crap. As one does. And he hits hits him with a bulldog. Which is a, a bulldog? A bulldog, yeah, running bulldog, which is like a essentially a side headlock, and you grab the oh, you grab a he side doesn't headlock. he doesn't pick up a dog and hit him with it. No, no, he doesn't hit him with uh, a bull. That's the name of the wrestling move. He also hits uh, him with a a, a lariat, which uh-huh. is like a clothesline but slightly different. Oh, 
Well, it sounds like you definitely got to watch the better of the two. So, oh my God. So this is the fucking sweetest plum right here. Not only did you pick two horrible movies inadvertently, but somehow I ended up watching the worst of the two. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like a you problem. But it was a slog to get through back in action. It was pretty terrible. Oh God! There's well, a main there's a main villain who's supposed to be some kind of a like a sick and twisted psychopath, but he's got like a pretty nice haircut and like a goatee and John Lennon sunglasses and carries an ice pick. You know, it would have been awful. better if we, if we hadn't figured out that they were two different movies at any point before recording. Like, if we just went into the actual recording still thinking we watched the same movie. And see, yeah, someone with more foresight would have just like, regardless if we had discovered that or not, someone with the proper amount of foresight would have just ran with that idea and delivered a very creative and entertaining episode. But we did not. We're not. We're not working on that level. No, we're working on about the same level as Tough and Deadly and uh, Back in Action. Do you have more to say about either of these movies? Would you recommend? Yeah, let Back me read action. the top review for Back in Action. I love okay. this. This is so great. <laughs> the title of the top review is 8 out of 10, very good original action. A very good action film. What made this one original was the difference in fighting style between the two leads. First lead, Roddy Piper, who does the wrestling style. Second lead, <laughs> Blank, who does the martial arts style. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the fight scenes so cool and original, especially the fight between Piper and Blank. <laughs> the story, from what I can remember, is good enough. It's not a brilliant story, but the story doesn't make or break the film. It's the real excellent fights that make this film. <laughs> Obviously, this is not a film that girls would like. <laughs> Girl tend to not appreciate a witty fight scene. Girls would prefer it if the wit was in the story, which they won't get in this film. Hence, this film wasn't rated higher. In parentheses, females gave it low ratings. See the statistics. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but I am a man, so I love this film. <laughs> uh, these, these reviews are much better than the movies themselves. There you have it. The numbers don't lie. Good for men, bad for women. <laughs> Piper and blank, good. If you are like these people that I'm talking about who just love an action movie with a bunch of loud noises and people yelling and gun shooting, uh, you can watch this. If you like twins, you should definitely watch this because Billy Blanks is in his apartment at night in his underwear and is attacked by twin assassins who are about half the size he is, and they both have curly hair, mustaches, and are wearing uh, Zubaz, like, zebra-striped pants from the late 80s. And they look hilarious, and they both get uh, beaten to a pulp and, like, hung upside down and uh, murdered. In fact, they go back and refer to the chalk outline with the head splatter like where the guy hit his head on the ground and it exploded. Uh, they, they show a shot of that like 15 times. They're like, remember when that guy got murdered? Oh, yeah. It comes up again and again. It's unbelievable. Huh. All right. Well, I'm going to say you should watch this movie, Tough and Deadly. I'm going to recommend it if you hate yourself, if um, you feel like you've done something wrong and need to punish yourself. Uh, 
if you have like a social experiment, like if you're a college student and you're doing a study on pain uh, and boredom, I would say th these are the, the types of situations in which you should watch Tough and Deadly. Um, if you just want to watch a movie for some reason, I would recommend watching virtually anything else. Even the last Billy Blanks movie we, we did a show on, which was Showdown. Or maybe try some of the Billy Blanks martial arts movies. Or just watch a watch a t an entire uh, Taibo VHS. Just not even work out. Just watch the VHS of him performing Taibo. Guarantee you, it's more enthralling than uh, any of these movies. In fact, I recommend the eight-minute Taibo workout. The video for that is about twelve minutes long. Uh, is there a warm-up, or is it just like a, a bunch of opening credits? The opening credits are kept to a minimum, but yes, there hmm. is some talking and a little bit of a warm-up. Yeah, there you go. Eight-minute Tybo, huh? Yep. Doesn't really seem like enough. But you'd be surprised, baby. All right, I'll take there's your word also, for it. There's also, I made a point of saving this because it was kind of incredible. There is a Cobra Kaibo workout with yeah. oh, Sensei I saw that. Billy Blanks. I saw that. It is 40 minutes of absolutely incredible stuff. All right, so there you have it, guys. Don't watch these movies. Watch Tybo videos or anything else. I apologize on behalf of Keith. I feel like I'm somewhat responsible because I have enabled him and uh, let him make these uh, decisions unchecked. You know, I've treated him like an adult where clearly he is a child. If I can shift the blame to you for a second, you've been very lazy and... Uh, not chosen any movies or not taken the lead on on any ideas. I've been just shouldering the load of the entire show. So uh, that is actually if you can. Get, I have suggested suggested many movies, and uh, you have shot them down and replaced them with Billy Blanks. Oh yeah, you're like, well, let's watch. Uh, you know, uh, James Woods uh, Oscar nominated The Killing Fields and that uh, Seven Years in Tibet and just all of these movies that just don't <laughs> qualify. So I don't know what. What your agenda here is, but if you could get re-engaged, maybe we could well, go on what. some kind of uh, some retreat and uh, sort of recenter ourselves and get the show back on track. Should we go back to whatever those uh, hills in Texas? Wait, is it Texas? Whatever place that Billy Blanks takes Ken to do his martial arts training, should we go recenter ourselves there? Oh yeah, definitely. We'll get out there, punch some rocks, do some meditating. Hell yeah. Well, I tell you what, Keith. Maybe brainstorm a list of movies, as is the sort of the clear. I say we keep clear path. This underrated martial arts movie theme going, and I'm gonna pick the next one. It won't have Billy Blanks in it. It won't have Rowdy Piper in it. It'll have a little guy named Danny Aiello. How do you say his name? You know who I'm talking about? Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello. It'll have him and Jet Li. Jet Li, no, Jackie Chan. I'm talking about a movie called The Protector, which is Jet Li's... God damn it. Jackie, what are Jackie Chan's... I keep saying Jet Li because I was watching The, uh, the Master yesterday. Jet um, Li is in a movie called The Enforcer. That's true. But I was it, watching the master. Tony Jaw ja is in a movie called The Protector. That there's there's another movie called The Protector, but there is a movie from 1985, directed by James Glickenhaus, the producer of Tough and Deadly, <laughs> uh, called The Protector, and it was one of his first attempts, Jackie Chan's first attempts, to become uh, break into American movies and become an American star as well. It was a, one of his first attempts, one of his failed attempts. 
But that's what we're going to watch. You know, I was watching some fight scenes from a, a Jackie Chan movie called Thunderbolt from 1995. Uh-huh. I had never seen that movie before, and it is a 10 out of 10. Thunderbolt? I don't, I don't know that one. Yeah, I don't either. I think maybe it's uh, under a different title also, but uh, looks pretty good to me. I accept your Jackie Chan challenge. I don't know if this is going to kick off some kind of long-term event like Sci-Fi Summer was last year. We're definitely going to run this idea into the ground and just keep the wave going until it crashes and destroys all of us. Oh, by the way, I remember I mentioned uh, I was watching The Master yesterday. I haven't finished it because I had to go to work. But I was looking through the cast. Guess who's in it? I don't know. Billy Blanks. What, The Master with Joaquin Phoenix? No, not. There's another movie called The Master with Jet Li where he comes to America. It's a very similar plot to uh, Rumble in the Bronx. And he comes to America, has to fight a bunch of gangs. Billy Blanks is in it and is credited as Black Thug. So there you go. All right. We're watching The Protector next time. And that's it. We're done. I don't have anything else to say about these movies. Goodbye, everybody. I'm sorry. Do you want to apologize as you send us out? Oops, I did it again. And until (laughs) next time, the dumpster is closed. Goodbye, everyone. Everybody go back to doing what you were doing.